Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another wonderful podcast of IT, a Jamaican weekly perspective. Last time we were here, we were we spoke about cybersecurity mesh, and I promised that I would get some additional information as to actually how it works and um, a, a little deeper meaning of what it's all about. So this evening, that's what our focus will be on. Um, Cybersecurity mesh. So this will be cybersecurity mesh part two, All right? So um, without further ado, let's get into the meat of the matter. Now, um, with remote work being here to stay for the foreseeable future, it is a safe bet to say that enterprises will be working in a geographically distributed environment of workers, partners, vendors, and customers. As anywhere operations increasingly become the norm and cybersecurity threats rise co-committedly, ensuring scalable, flexible, and reliable cybersecurity control will become a necessity for enterprises. This is where cybersecurity mesh is expected to play a crucial role, and that is in ensuring the protection of assets outside the traditional security perimeter. Now let's get back into what is a cybersecurity mesh. Now in its essence, cybersecurity mesh brings to the table a distributed architectural approach that allows security design to move from being perimeter-centric to being defined around the identities of people or objects. It helps to centralize security policies while ensuring enforcement is more distributed, a much-needed win-win in any, any operations enterprise environment. Unlike the traditional security infrastructure that works on the principle of building a security perimeter around all the nodes of an enterprise network, a walled city approach, if you like, Cybersecurity meshes are designed to create smaller individual parameters around each device or access point. This creates a modular or more responsive security architecture covering physically disparate access points of the network. All right. So, um, if you if you if you kindly remember. Um, back in the old days, you had a castle and a moat. So the moat would be the security perimeter around the castle, right? Um, with the drawbridge offering, um, the drawbridge from the castle over the moat offering the, 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 the point of entry into the castle, in and out of the castle. Whereas um, what cybersecurity mesh is suggesting is that you do away with that scenario, but you actually control what people see. So it's not that everybody, it's not like everybody in the castle have access to all of the rooms. Some people have access to some rooms, some people have access to all of the rooms, some people have access to no rooms. And that sort of, um, it's a difference of how you actually implement the security procedures and protocols as a per person and per object basis. Right? Why do enterprises need this need cybersecurity meshes? 
if your employees and assets are located anywhere, your protection needs to extend there as well. If your employees are critical infrastructure located outside the traditional security perimeter, so are critical assets and documentation belonging to your business. Right? Key enterprise assets can now easily lie. Now, oh, before I get into that, realize what that is saying. Most persons who are working from home are utilizing the assets of a company, i.e. a laptop. Yeah? And they are actually accessing information through their personal network going into the company's network. In addition to that, files will be stored on their laptop. Um, you know, company files will be stored on their laptop, even though they may have uh, network drives that they access from home. But sometimes the, 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 the discipline of persons, um, persons will actually seek to store one or two files on the laptop that they are currently working on before transferring it back to. The, um, the, the, the company network, you know, drive. So that in, in of itself can be a situation where you, you know, um, have, you know, a cause where the, the, an incident can happen. So you need to protect the, the device as best as possible, right? So key enterprise assets can now easily lie outside the logical and physical boundaries of organizations. Your enterprise security infrastructure now needs to be agile enough to cover the employee working on intellectual property of your company from his or her home. This sort of flexibility in enterprise security infrastructure can only be realized by decoupling policy decisions and, enforce and enforcement. The new tracing line of security will then be by necessity, be withdrawn around identity than the traditional physical logical boundaries. This will ensure that the right people have access to the right information across the network. Now let me stick up a pin right here. With Fortinet and FortiClient, we have been able to achieve, from my company's perspective, we have been able to achieve the same thing that they are speaking about. Yeah. So access um, from the from the um, clients really uh, surround the individual and not necessarily um, a, 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 just a, 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 a flat security approach in the wall city, so to speak. Right. Now this will ensure that the right people have access to the right information across the network no matter where they or the information may be located. Also, this means that once policy is decided, say a five-tiered information access protocol for employees, the same rules will apply for information access, no matter who tries to access them or where they may be located in the network. Now, Cybersecurity mesh is really considered a building block of zero trust environments. Now, um, let's get into what this, these zero trust environments are all about. The moat and castle model of security protection simply does not work in an environment 
where at least 34% of the breaches or data leaks originate within the network. Perimeter security fails because it works on the old world notion of inside is safe and outside is dangerous. Even with a trust but verify approach, we end up trusting a lot more than we actually monitor or verify. Moreover, the current highly complex collaborative environment, enterprise data, however sensitive, is highly mobile and needs to remain accessible to a host of different collaborators, yet secured from unauthorized access or abuse of trust. Zero trust works on the basis of not trusting anything unless verified. This is a far cry from the trust and verify approach of yesteryears and is a necessity in the threat-ridden environment of today's world. At the same time, it is compatible with highly mobile information flows to and fro from employees' personal and office devices and a host of systems located internal or external to the enterprise network. A security mesh helps implement zero trust end-to-end -end in your network by ensuring that all of your data, equipment, systems, etc. are accessed securely regardless of where they are located. All connections for access to data are considered unreliable unless verified otherwise. So we understand what the zero trust is all about. The, um, nothing is trusted unless it's verified. So a zero trust architecture no longer assumes that access to a resource through a particular network is secure. The practice of establishing a secure network perimeter and assuming your resources will be secure is no longer valid. As workers begin to work not from the office but from home or warm tropical getaways, they need to get access to those resources from outside that traditional secure network perimeter. The clearly defined perimeter has been destroyed. Workers now need access, now need access to resources outside of the workplace, so there is no longer clearly defined network perimeter that can be trusted. One must now ensure that all users are unauthenticated and authorized to access the resources and that the context from which they are accessing the resource needs to be taken into account. The device, the location, the time, etc. Thus, you can no longer trust any access requests and must always verify the request in terms of who it is coming from and where it is coming from. Never trust, always verify is a primary principle of the zero trust architecture. As organizations have slowly been moving to a work from anywhere structure or very quickly been forced to enable their workers to work from home because of COVID-19, security teams have had to rethink their security architecture to follow the principles of a zero trust architecture. Adopting a zero trust architecture 
as we have already stated, means that you can no longer trust any sort of access request unless you can verify who and where it is coming from. This means that you have to assume threats can come from inside as well as outside. All authorization must then be granted with a least privilege access approach. No more making folks domain admins or root users simply because it's easier than figuring out exactly what kind of privileges they need to do their tasks. Focus on securing at the individual workload level using security policies and application level controls. This is known as micro-segmentation. Adopting a zero-trust architecture will affect how users access every source within your organization. So how does it all fit? So where does cybersecurity mesh fit into the zero-trust architecture? Simply put, cybersecurity mesh focuses not on establishing a secure perimeter around an entire enterprise network, but on protecting each device and access point. This is one of those key principles of a zero-trust architecture we just mentioned, micro-segmentation. To implement a cybersecurity mesh, security policies have to apply at the identity level, the individual level versus the network level by using firewalls, checking IP addresses and controlling ports. This ensures that resources are secure no matter how the rest of the infrastructure changes. Since enterprise data can no longer be contained within an enterprise network, all connections must be considered unreliable unless they can be verified. A cybersecurity mesh helps implement a zero-trust architecture by securing all data and systems are accessed securely no matter where they are located. Now, security parameters will become closely related to a company's data and identity. Now, it's predicted that within the next five years, cybersecurity mesh will support over half of digital access control requests. The access will be entirely based on identity and the levels of access associated with it. This would make policy enforcement location agnostic, irrespective of where the data travels. As more and more corporate assets get digitized and companies move to a cloud computing environment fully, the cybersecurity mesh will provide greater degree of protection to it than most physical boundaries. How will cybersecurity mesh affect IT development? The password-protected approach to IT security is moving towards a slow but sure death with the rise of sophisticated cyber attacks that can use any technique, including AI, which is artificial intelligence and, and ML machine learning, to figure out weak links and passwords. Cybersecurity meshes are more likely to be integrated right into the development of a network or platform. This is especially important as big data analytics grows to play a bigger and bigger role 
in gathering business intelligence from data in any business. Companies that use customized software or a website for employee management and communication and or customer interaction will want to minimize the risk of unauthorized, unauthorized access to any user's device and cybersecurity mesh can play a big role in ensuring protection in such cases, irrespective of the device's own security environment. For companies planning to implement the mesh from the initial stages, you should ask your developer to plan for implementing the mesh right from the planning stage and also to ensure that they take steps to mitigate threats on their own networks as well. Some cybersecurity experts have a track record of creative innovation that guarantee business results. As the Internet of Things becomes a norm for the industry, a mind-numbing expansion of devices and processes will get connected to the Internet with, which, with each passing year. This acute proliferation will also expose a huge attack vector for attackers to gain a foothold in your business systems. Cybersecurity meshes can go a long way in converting your weakest links nearly as strong as your most secure entry points by implementing a zero-trust approach towards security. Now, users, the parameters are gone. What's the future like? Users are no longer working from just the office. Resources are no longer being accessed from work, from just work devices. The time has come to, one, rethink how to secure your organization's secure resources, and two, follow the principles of a zero-trust architecture. Hopefully, persons have already stopped giving folks full admin access unless it's absolutely necessary. Now is the time to redesign your network security as a cybersecurity mesh. Make sure you have a centralized identity solution and start creating policies that will protect your resources at the individual level. Now, I am hoping that this cleared up, you know, or gave my, my listeners a more in-depth understanding of what the cybersecurity mesh is all about. I think the first podcast really just spoke to there is a cybersecurity mesh, but not really how would you implement it. And this follow-up podcast has done, I believe, the job in explaining how you'd um, implement it. And the implementation of it really surrounds the zero-trust um, environments that you would create, uh, um, and that's what the cybersecurity mesh is based upon. So I trust that persons would have learned something, um, learned a little bit more about cybersecurity meshes and, and how, you know, what they're all about. And, you know, take into consideration that since anywhere operations is really, uh, have, have been, has been growing since the pandemic, this is something that they'd want to look at 
with respect to their whole cyber security um, needs. So, um, thank you everyone for listening to this podcast, and I trust that you know, all my my listeners would have learned something new for tonight. As I always say, technology is here for everyone. Just make sure you use it in the right way. Um, so. Have a wonderful night, and I will speak to you in the future again. Good night.